dense fog in the area. I'm Nick Gosnell. Could be some freezing fog in spots as well. And because of that, we've got a couple of delays on our list at HutchPost.com. USD 312 Haven, two hours late. USD 313 Bueller, two hours late. No morning pre-K. And if you need to add something to our list, if the fog sticks around, email us at HutchPost at EagleRadio.net. That dense fog advisory is on until 10. More details coming up with Max in a few minutes here on BW. In other news from across the community, RME Bay has had a chance to go out to Hutch CC and see the progress on their amphitheater. Hutchinson Community College's amphitheater and green space is ready for its students, faculty, and the Hutch community to use. Hutch CC President Dr. Carter Files said Prairie Landworks Incorporated took the construction fence down at the end of the 2023 fall semester in December. He said full use of the green space has been open for about a month. We finished the courtyard between Lockman Hall and the Student Union. So okay. if you if you go over there, maybe on your way out, you can see that that's all been completed. Okay. Um, we finished this green, this what we call the green space, okay. um, and uh, obviously we have the amphitheater here, mm-hmm. and we have some pickleball courts. Uh, we have you know a great view of the stadium, and it just blends in very nicely with the. Uh, the pond that was already here. The constructed amphitheater and green space is located between Lockman Hall, Spear Hall, and Gowan Stadium. Tables, benches, and a fully renovated space for food truck hookups have also been added since Hutch Post visited the site in September. The green space also features a courtyard garden area that will be in bloom come spring and summertime. Files said the garden will be taken care of by the K-State Reno County Extension Master Gardener. Pickleball courts, which are part of the new space, were constructed during the summer of 2023. Files said the pickleball courts have been full of students lately. Well, I think for the, I think for the community and the college, I, I think it's nice that uh, uh, we were able to get this completed, uh, replace the tennis courts that were here. Not, you know, tennis courts were fine; they just weren't utilized very well, um, and there were there were significant maintenance costs on those. So we decided that this would be a better use of this space not only for our college students, but also for the community at large. File said the amphitheater hasn't been used for any community events yet, and there aren't any planned at this time. However, he said he hopes that word will get out that the space is ready to use. He also mentioned the idea of having the space be a part of one of the Hutch Rex third Thursday events. You know, as time proceeds, we hope that our faculty, uh, especially our fine arts faculty, will find time to, to use this, bring students out here, maybe even for practices. Uh, and then uh, it's open to the public. If somebody wants to have a public forum, they're welcome to use it. For more information on the college, go to hutchcc.edu. In 2024, Rise Up Reno's fundraiser is transforming into Shamrock and Roll on March the 1st. Rise Up Reno will turn the Cosmosphere into a casino extravaganza that you won't want to miss. Heavy hors d'oeuvres, game tables, music, a live auction, and more will be happening there as you support Rise Up Reno Prevention Network. The event is from 7 to 10 in the evening on the 1st of March at the Cosmosphere. General admission tickets are $65. You can get those online. We have a link to the 
place to do that. Or if you don't want to do the internet, you can go to the Rise Up Reno office to get tickets. That office at 1520 North Plum. BW Radio News Time, 704. Hutchinson Fire Chief Stephen Beer has been in Hutchinson almost seven years now, having joined the department in April of 2017. Following the retirement of Kim Forbes, he's pleased with the progress the agency has made over those years. I think we've been able to have a positive impact on our organization, the community, our neighboring partners that we work with throughout the county. And uh, it's all about, uh, you know, tearing down walls and building bridges. And that's the mindset that we all have is uh, to do that. And uh, being uh, internationally accredited, uh, being an ISO Class 1 fire department, I think them are some of the draws that some of these younger individuals. Having a healthy department also includes making sure they are adequately staffed. And I'm happy to say, you know, we, we have zero openings. You know, that's a good thing for the community and for us here when we have that. That doesn't happen overnight. you got to change that culture. It takes years to do that, and I think we're in a good spot right now as an organization. Part of that is the use of data to make decisions on where to put resources so that response times can continue to get shorter as materials in homes become more flammable. We're a totally data-driven organization, and uh, that's what I like to do. I just submitted the final uh, year-end report for 23 to City Council here this week. We had a problem with some software actually extracting the data out of the system, but we finally got everything put together. My job is to make sure City Council, the commission, has the data to make informed, and I want to repeat that, informed decisions. I want to try to take the emotions out of the equation when they try to make a decision. The call data from the department is what drove locating the new large fire station, the new Station 1, at 23rd and Main in Hutchinson. Roger Marshall had a chance to talk to Kansas reporters on Monday. He said he cannot support the immigration bill due on the Senate floor. He wanted to read it first to know for sure, but once he's read it, he says, yeah, that's not going to work. In America right now, about 10,000 babies are born every day. So we're having 10,000 babies born every day. But to think that we're having, we'd have that equivalent number of people crossing the board every day, it just doesn't, that's not right and it's not fair. The deal on the table would give authority to restrict border crossings if daily average migrant encounters reach 4,000 over a one-week span. So in theory, this means over 25,000 people a week could cross with no effective policy change if spaced out over the week's time. House Speaker Mike Johnson has said even if the package passes the Senate, which isn't assured it is dead on arrival in the House, Marshall notes the border never really closes under the proposal that's on the floor now. They still are required to process 1,400 people per day. Now they have to come through the the, uh, the the standard access, the points of entry, but it still requires them to process 1,400 people per day. But on top of that, all the unaccompanied children are allowed to come in free as well. Look, I want to have compassion. I want to do the right thing, but it would be more compassionate to control the border, to secure the border first. Marshall believes the president has the authority to close the border if that's something that President Biden wanted to do. Joe Biden could secure the border yesterday if he wanted to. He has the authority to do that. That's never been his goal. His goal is just the opposite. My feeling is this legislation could actually give Joe Biden even more power and more authority to increase the number of people coming across this border already. This is the number one defining issue of this presidential election. Elections do have consequences. Marshall also said that the Senate is going to try to give support to Texas from the floor for the work Governor Greg Abbott is doing, but he's not sure 
that Democrats will allow that to happen. They were going to try something for unanimous consent, but uh, figured they probably wouldn't get that, but they're at least going to give it a try. Consigners need to get their stuff to the Hutchinson Art Center as the consignment art auction is coming up Saturday, March 30th. Admission is free for that event. It will be open to the public on the 30th of March. Among the artwork that they already know they're going to be selling is a whimsical original painting of a circus performer holding a doll by Lester Raymer and a beautiful original floral painting by Berger Sanzane. The paintings and other artwork consigned will be on display in the main gallery March 15th through the 29th for in-person viewing. BW Radio News Time is 709.